The blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the third Sunday in the Lenten season. We're looking at Mark chapter 8, verses 31 to 38, where Mark was inspired to write, Jesus then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Then he called the crowd to him, along with the disciples, and said, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. My dear friends in Christ, when Peter heard what Jesus had to say about his suffering and death, he just really couldn't understand why that would be necessary for Jesus to actually have to go to the cross. And now if you think about it, Peter, he was listening to Jesus, but he wasn't really listening to Jesus. So Peter took Jesus aside and scolded him for, scolded him for saying that he had to die like that. This Saint Jesus had, this Saint Peter had just moments before confessed that Jesus was the promised one. And yet here what Peter was doing when he scolded Jesus is he was telling the promised one that he shouldn't do what the promised one needed to do in order to be our savior from sin. He shouldn't do what Jesus had just told him he needed to do to be our Savior from sin. And now see, Peter, as I said, he was listening, but he wasn't really listening. He heard what Jesus had to say and, and thought that it would be great if Jesus, oh, didn't have to win a, a, an eternal victory, we could say, but just could have an earthly victory and be a a king here in this life and not have to go to the cross to pay for sins. Well, what Jesus then did is he scolded Peter in front of all of the disciples and here's quite a lesson for Peter and for all of the disciples. Jesus said, out of my sight, Satan, you do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Obviously, Peter wasn't Satan. But Satan was working through Peter, even though Peter didn't realize it. He was working 
through Peter to try to twist Jesus' thoughts, Satan saw this as an opportunity to defeat Jesus. And that's why he was, well, pulling all the stops, we could say, but it didn't work. Satan couldn't defeat Jesus. But now Jesus' strong reprimand of Peter here was probably felt by all of the disciples. They probably all felt the same when they heard Jesus talking about his suffering and death and saying, no, we don't want you to do this, Jesus. They probably all felt that way. But what happened here is Peter, true to form, he was ready to start speaking Whereas maybe the other disciples were a little bit more laid back and weren't ready to jump forward and say something immediately. They kind of looked at Peter to be the one that would put his foot in his mouth. Well, Peter tried to dissuade Jesus from going to the cross. And Jesus' stern warning to Peter that day really is a stern warning that still stands for anyone who weakens the message of the cross, who weakens the message, the importance of Jesus suffering and dying to pay for sins as, as the only way for our salvation. The message that we're saved only by grace, God's grace is something that is repulsive to so many in our world today. Peter was saying, well, you don't need to go to the cross. You can just become king. Get rid of Herod. Get rid of Pilate. Become king here. You don't need to die. Well, the warning that Jesus spoke to Peter was saying, well, I do need to die. I do need to pay for sins. And I need to do that because you can't be good enough to earn your way to heaven. You can't be well, better than others, and that makes you worthy of heaven. In order to get to heaven, sins must be paid for because you can't be good enough on your own. Well, what Satan still wants to try to do is convince people that the cross isn't necessary, that we can take care of ourselves, but we need Jesus. And we need to listen to what Jesus has to say. That's why Jesus is talking here about the willingness of a true believer to listen and to grasp what Jesus is saying about his being our Savior and our only way to heaven. The story is told of this pastor who was preaching to his congregation one Sunday and he noticed that there was this one young girl in the front row and she was sitting there wide-eyed and seeming to be listening to absolutely every word that the pastor was saying. And the pastor, he, he was kind of soaking it in and saying, oh, this is great. If I can reach that young lady, well, then surely everybody's going to be so blessed by the message that I'm proclaiming. And well, after the service was over, he went up to that young girl and he said, young lady, I noticed you were listening careful, carefully to every word I said. And she smiled and she looked at him and said, do you realize you used the word the 242 times in your sermon? 
did a good job to knock the bastard out. But as God's believing children, we'll want to listen carefully to what our God says to us in his word. But let's be careful so that we aren't listening like that young lady was listening or, or like the apostle Peter was listening, we could say as well. Here, Jesus is talking about the willingness of a true believer to listen, to, to really listen to what Jesus is saying. That, that young lady, she was really listening, but she wasn't really listening. And, and Peter was listening, but he wasn't really listening for the real message that Jesus was proclaiming. He Peter liked a lot of what Jesus had to say, but he didn't want to listen to Jesus talking about his upcoming death. Likewise, do we like to listen to what God says in his law to us about our sins and what we deserve because of our sins? Do we like to hear that there's nothing that we can do to earn ourselves, that we can't, oh, just do the best we can or, or try to be better than other people? Do we like hearing that there's nothing that we can do? No, we don't really like to listen to what the law has to say, but we need to listen to what the law has to say so that then we can appreciate the wonderful gospel message, so that we can appreciate what Jesus did for us, so that we can be with him forever in heaven. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, give me always a willingness to listen to your word so that the Holy Spirit can keep working on my heart so I trust in Jesus, not in myself for heaven. I pray in Jesus, my Savior's name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.